It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah! Happy Friday, Al. Pretty good week we've had so far. Better than the Lakers. Better than a lot of other things going on. I've had a good week. I feel like uh, we did some work. Don't don't mix in pretty good Friday other than the Lakers. I don't yeah. need those merged together. Let's keep those separate. You, you want to separate those two separate uh, separate categories? Finished yesterday, probably around nine nine thirty something like that. They have a pregame show coming up. Another early game. Uh, my focus this morning is to avoid the Lakers. <laughs> well, is that possible? That. <laughs> is no. that possible? <laughs> no, that's just, that's uh, just three hours of deflection. <laughs> yeah, well, you're going to need to get out like a Captain America shield if you're going to be <laughs> deflecting uh, what we've seen in the last couple of days. I did like that you were rolling your eyes at me when we were uh, we were getting yep. ready to come on and the yep. promo was playing, and yeah. you delivered one of your Merry Christmases, and it sounded like somebody had you at gunpoint while you were doing it. It was well, you put Merry your little Christmas. Listen, it was a little, little strange. Little, little smirk you have on your face, you know? <laughs> One of those, like, hey, do, are you looking at me? Are you? Do, do you see my face? I see what you're doing. That's fine, it, Trev. It just sounded like you weren't in the spirit of the season still the, yet again. Still, still – the best one by far. I that thought we turned the corner on this. I really did. I thought we had finally kind of put this in the rearview mirror that we were all excited about. So what's today? Today's day four of Sanisley. So, uh, you know, we're just we're giving away prizes. It's super exciting. There's a lot of things going on. And then I hear the uh, Merry Christmas promo, and it sounds like you were in the middle of uh, finding out some terrible news. <laughs> sounds pretty damn <laughs> Got terrible news. Merry Christmas, guys. Hey, Merry um, Christmas. I've got uh, some very bad news, but real quick, can you uh, record Merry Christmas? <laughs> that's, that's what that felt like to me. Just sounded uh, Mr. Perfect over here, everybody. No, Mr. No, just, Perfect. Well, I mean, more or less. Not not with everything, but I, I can I can. I love say, I love how in the ho. beginning. I love how in the beginning. You're like no, no, and then you thought about it for well, a then second. I started like, thinking oh, about like I'm well, pretty good at this. I'm pretty good at yeah. that. I know how to say ho ho ho. I know how to deliver a Merry Christmas without sounding like I just stubbed my toe on the curb. <laughs> there's some there's some stuff going on. What are you gonna do? What, what are you gonna, gonna do? do? What are you gonna do? Ah, uh, we do have another day of Santa Lee, so make sure that you're listening today. And if uh, you hear the cue to call and you are the correct caller, you got a chance to win all sorts of cool stuff we've got uh lakers nets suite tickets we've got la bowl tickets we've got wrestlemania tickets just a bunch of great stuff what do you think of my strategy of keep doing the travis and sliwa and then look i I don't know where you stand every one of those prizes are phenomenal if you've never been to sofi and you get a chance to go awesome if you want a couple nights at harris or fantasy springs awesome the the lakers and the uh brooklyn nets on christmas i can't figure out if people like that or if you know just because it's on christmas you think that's it becomes even bigger or people are like i'm not sure how do i get out of this how do i get oh, out i think of it's that? bigger i think it's bigger right i mean if it were at noon on christmas i think that's a, a different dynamic but the fact that it's, it's five o'clock late, yeah it's yeah. perfect it's, yeah. it's perfect like 
you get up and you do Christmas, right? You do the presents, uh-huh. you have a little breakfast, maybe you have the big meal in the middle of the day, and then you just kind of mosey on over to uh, Crypto.com. Crypto. That's good. And, That'll be uh, the first night, right? <laughs> that's right. It's the uh, the debut of the new name, and, and go in there and take in a game that uh, we thought would be a uh, potential NBA Finals preview and now feels more like just uh, another opportunity for the Lakers to maybe lay an egg. But no, I uh, agree. Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn definitely know. not living up to the expectations. Yep, yeah, that's I'm, more on Brooklyn. has nothing I, to do with the Lakers. Yeah, no, they've, they looked great last night. Looked really sharp and uh, committed and invested and like they were really ready to turn the corner all over again last night. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests today will appear via the Goodyear hotline. And as usual, we would encourage your participation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's back. So are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. And that was pretty lousy last night. You know, I, I, I'm going to start right here by saying this. And I, I didn't even realize that I felt this way until I was I was driving home last night. And I was listening to the game on the radio. I was listening to John and Michael. And I, I kept waiting for the Lakers to get you know, Okay, they're going to get this. They're going to get They're, they're going to they're gonna get going. They're going to take over. There's no Dylan Brooks. There's no John Morant. They're going to win this game. And when it didn't happen, and when they ended up losing decisively, they ended up losing by 13 points. That was the emptiest feeling I had all year. I'm not. I'm not sure that wasn't their worst loss of the season, Con- considering where they were coming from after the Celtics game, considering who was missing for Memphis, considering the start of a road trip, considering that all of the noise about Anthony Davis getting called out by Charles Barkley and the Lakers in the middle of of having their coach question whether or not he's going to be here long term. It just felt like a real opportunity to answer. Like guys, this is all BS. Let's start to play some good basketball. And they went out and did what they did last night. Turned it over 22 times and lost decisively to a pretty mediocre team. It felt like a real low point to the season for me last night. You mentioned something, um, and it's it's funny because as the game's going on and then, you know, like you mentioned, they took, I think I want to say, an eight, nine-point lead in the first quarter, yeah. right? So right out the gate, you're kind of saying to yourself, all right, yeah, these guys are they're, they're coming, coming to play. They, they understand that this is kind of a unique opportunity here, as bad of a start that they've got to – um, you got Memphis, Oklahoma, Orlando on top of that Boston win that you got, and then you're going to go on a tough three-game road trip. So you know each one of those games won't be guaranteed. Uh, there's a there's a quote that I just cannot get out of my head from Vogel yesterday. Okay, and I mentioned it 88 times in the post-game show. He said that too much casualness to our approach. Yeah, you know sometimes when I hear something like that, I I'm like, okay, well. What would give you the opportunity to play a little bit more casual? Maybe you're a team like the Golden State Warriors and you're up 20 and it's the third quarter and you've got off to such a great start. You took your foot off the gas and now Kerr's got to come back and say, guys, finish off the freaking game. Why'd you guys do this? And then they go out and they finish the game. Casualness is – there's a couple different ways to use that word. Does that mean in the Lakers' interpretation, does it mean – you're not trying? Does it mean effort? Does it mean hustle? Does it mean because I, I yes, yes, and yes. It wouldn't. I, that, that can't. I could not get that out of my head because when I'm watching the Lakers last night, listen to John and Michael like you're talking about. How do you act like other teams are going to fold? How do you act like well, we just have to show up to work and eventually that team's going to understand who we are and the Hall of Famers that we have on the floor? How do you act like that when? You've had so many examples so far this season that it is clear, Travis, 
teams don't fear the Lakers. They don't. I don't care if you're Memphis without two of your top three players. I don't care if you're the Oklahoma City Thunder, who have eight wins and lost last week by 73 points to Memphis. I don't care if it's the Sacramento Kings, who lost their coach two weeks ago. Think about the squads that I'm mentioning and just kind of each, each one of their predicaments. Nobody fears the Lakers, and they walk around with this very casual approach like, ah, everything is fine, we're good, we're this. No, you're not fine. No, you're not good. And you're getting you're getting beat up, it seems like, on a night-in, night-out basis. The one thing I'll take away from the Lakers, if they get punched, they don't punch back. No, it's a great point. It, it, I, I want to listen to that Frank Vogel cut. You mentioned it. Uh, Taylor's got it here. Let, let's listen to this because I think this is – that what he said is very telling, not just about what happened last night, but about where the team is at this point in the season. Okay, let me ask you this, Al. What do we were slow to respond, we were too casual, the energy shifted, and we don't have rebound? What's the, what's the through line on all of those things? For me, it's uh, do you care? Like, Effort, is there care, exactly do, right. Do you, do, is, it, is, it a, is, it a, is it important to you? All of those things are ways to say we didn't compete. All of those things. If you say we were too casual, it means we didn't compete. If we say we didn't compete for loose balls, that's a way to say we didn't compete. If we say we didn't rebound, that's a way to say we didn't compete. If we say we were slow to respond, that means we didn't compete. Okay, And this is, I think, a significant shift of what we've heard up until this point and what we heard last night. Because what we've heard all season long, both from the Lakers and from Laker fans and from people that are are still optimistic that this team was going to find its way, was give it time. They're trying to figure it out. LeBron James hasn't been healthy. We're missing this person. We're missing that person. Wait until Trevor Ariza comes back. Wait until none comes. All, All of the different things we've heard. This was the first time we've seen the coach or heard the coach say, we didn't compete. Now, he didn't say it like that, but all of those things that we're talking about are effort. This isn't we didn't make shots. We didn't make shots. Sometimes they don't go in, right? This is we turn the ball over too much. Sometimes turnovers can be errors of aggression. They can be errors of being too pumped up and all the things that are actually kind of good things that you can get under control. What he's highlighting are effort. What he's highlighting are competition, and it really felt last night like there was LeBron James and the rest of the guys. That LeBron James was playing one game that we want to see, the way that he was playing with energy and everything else, and then there were the other guys wearing Laker uniforms last night that were on a completely different program. And it felt very obvious to me listening to it. It felt very obvious to me watching the highlights that this team just cannot. It's not that they're not trying to find the way. They can't. They can't find a way to take a good night like they had against Boston and turn it into a second good night in Memphis, turn it into a third good night in Oklahoma City. John said it during the broadcast last night, and I thought he was right. The first quarter felt a lot like they carried that momentum from that Boston game over into it's like, hey, look at this. And then as quickly it was there, it was gone. And hearing these things, and we'll get to Anthony Davis in a minute, some of the things that he said afterwards, but that just really felt like everybody was kind of like, hey, I'm going to start taking care of myself right now. Well, uh, listen, there's no there's no connection between one game or the other. And, and it's, you know, shame on me for even bringing it up. Shame on both of us for even having the conversation thinking that they can take something from the Celtics over to this next game because they've proven it all year long. This is who they are. I, McMenamin came on, Dave McMenamin came on with Michael and I in the pregame and Listen, it is part of the dialogue and the conversation. Hey, Dave, 
They had a really good second half against the Sacramento Kings. Can they take that and build it to the next one? The answer is no. Hey, Dave, you know, the team got really riled up because of what happened with the Detroit Pistons. Can they take that and t- can they take some of that and move it on to the next one? The answer is no. Nothing changed yesterday from the Celtics game to, you know, obviously uh, the game we had yesterday against Memphis. One thing I'll say is, Trav, you mentioned something that I kind of want to reiterate. Um, you, you want to, when you root for a team, there are certain things that, you know, you hope to get on a night-in-night-out basis. Trav, you, you, sometimes you're just not going to have as much talent. Sometimes there's other teams that are better. Sometimes there's, um, maybe you have injuries. Sometimes it's not always going to work out. Whatever squad you root for, whatever squad, I've, it, that's just how it works. But, man, I, I don't feel like they respect the game. I really don't. Like, when I, when I sit back and I watch Lakers basketball, um, you, you want to at least at least feel that these guys are giving it everything they have every single night, the casualness that we're talking about with, you know, Vogel mentioned. You don't feel that, and that's it's disrespectful to the product. It's disrespectful to a fan base that really, really, really cares about your team. Put aside the talent. Put aside guys can't shoot. Put aside the 22 turnovers. I don't walk into these games, and I and then I start doing the post-game show saying, you know, the Lakers really wanted that. They just weren't good enough tonight to go get it. I don't, I don't have that feeling. That that's unfortunate because that should you should never have to associate that with your team. That's how I'm associating the Lakers so far. Well, it's interesting. I, you might be right, and and I'm still. This is why last night was so alarming to me because it felt like that was the one that was gettable. That was the one that was sure. going to allow you to kind of step and, and, and jump forward. And I, I understand that Memphis their has back played pretty court, good ball But their backcourt's not playing. Yeah, but Even Dylan, Dylan Brooks, Brooks wasn't, wasn't playing the, either. The, the, whole, the whole thing. Yep, and it just, yep. The whole thing just felt like it, it, and I, I, don't, I don't want to say you're wrong because I don't think you are But when you're talking about the effort and, and everything else. But th- there's, there's that lane that I'm with you on, but I, I also think there's another lane that we haven't – I've mentioned it a few times, but they're not very good. I, I, don't, I don't know if this is just we're not competing at the level help, we Help me to. understand that. Help me understand. When you say they're not very uh, good – I will. 12 and 13. Uh, 13 and 13. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. No, okay. but, but, but Trav, Trav, help it's, me understand It's the, another week – that's yep. come off the calendar, mm-hmm. and that we've said the exact same thing. If you're good, yep. okay. I'm not. Let's not even talk about the Lakers specifically. Let's make this a more general topic, right? Yep. If you are a good team, you mm-hmm. can play poorly. If you are a good team, you can get off to a bad start. If you're a good team, you can have a week or two, or maybe even a month where it's just not quite there. But it starts to get better. You start to see the building blocks of a team that's pretty. They are not one iota better today than they were on opening night. Not one single bit are they better tonight than no, they it's were actually, on it's opening much night. More, it's much more alarming and concerning. That, that's what today I mean. And, and so that I don't, was on opening night. That's what I mean. That's why I'm not entirely with you on it's all effort. I think it's a, certainly a, a large part of it. I think it's certainly a large commitment to what that we're trying to get done. But at some point, you just have to say it's not good. That It's not that it's not playing well. It's that it's not good. And last night, to me, for the first time, really, because I was more in your camp than I think you were in mine. That you know They're going to figure this out eventually. They're, they're mm-hmm. going to start to improve. This is not a 500 basketball team. This is not somebody that's going to squeak into the playoffs. That's not what this is. 
starting to wonder if they aren't exactly that. That they, they aren't just a 500 team that on certain nights they can play well, but more often than not, you're going to get a completely uneven performance like we saw last the, night. The problem I have with that, and I'm not, not going to have a very strong argument against it, but so that means DeAnthony Melton and and Darius Bain and Tyus Jones and Steven Adams, Jaron Jackson, that means what we're saying, what you're referring to. This is why I have a difficult time comprehending that. And I'm trying to put aside to, okay, individual players versus team. But Anthony Davis and LeBron James and Russell Westbrook and Malik Monk and some of these other players, THT. you got to stop with that. you got to stop with that. That's Monk, almost no, as bad as when no, 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 Trevor no, no, Reza no. gets back. No, no, no. I mean, I'm, at some I'm, point, I'm, we have to. It, it's LeBron. It's AD. It's Russell Westbrook. Well, I, I get that, that. That's the team. I, I understand that, but that's enough right there. But then you also have role players. Every team's going to have role players. I'm just listing off the players that are on this team. Uh, eventually, you're going to look at this squad and say, okay, if you think, okay, maybe this is just who they are. Maybe they're just not good enough, mm-hmm. bro. I, I think it has much more to do with the fact that a lot of these guys are underperforming. A lot of these guys, in my opinion, and we're going to talk about Anthony Davis and some of the comments that he uh, that he had. There is no sense of urgency. It started in the preseason, Trav. Yeah, in the preseason, right. they were kicking back zero and six, saying, right. "Well, you know, we'll, we'll worry about it later." And then the entire month of November goes off uh, off the books, and they're still playing five hundred basketball. And now, obviously, there just continues to be games against teams that you're supposed to beat that you just can't find a way to beat. And I, I, I'll say this: I said it earlier. I'll say it again. It's one thing if if you get knocked if somebody get, hits you with a good uppercut they landed a good uppercut are you getting up or not I don't see the Lakers getting up that's the problem the problem is you take a punch from another team you're supposed to get up and say that's a great shot now we're ready to throw some punches as well tell me where the Lakers are throwing punches okay there are a, there's a, something happening tonight that is very very bad news for one Laker in particular we'll talk about that coming up next plus. Uh, Lindsay is producing for us today, and I got I have a big question as to why she's not on camera right now. So we're gonna we're gonna get into all that. Plus, there's already calls on holdout. We got a million things to get to. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You do understand that there's not like a shot clock on ho ho ho. You don't you don't have to get it off before the red light comes on. Can I tell you something funny? So on what was that? I think that was on Tuesday. And uh so they had me come on, whatever, they asked me to do the ho ho. Um and there's all these I'm at Staples Center, so there's all these uh you know, red jackets, right? There's like sure. the and the fans haven't come in yet, so it's more yeah. just like the staff and the ushers. Sure. And I looked like such an idiot. Like I'm, I'm definitely making eye contact with some people. They're looking at me like, "What is this guy doing? Why is he pacing <laughs> up and down season. Staples Center?" Is <laughs> well, pretty funny. Okay, hold on. Why yeah. are you pacing if you're just getting ready to say Merry Christmas and ho ho ho? It's not like a firing squad's waiting for no, you on the other side. No, you're trying to find like a quieter spot because when they're all setting up. You got guys that are, you know, the the area where it's like bars and they're putting in all the the beers and the ice and everything sure. else. And you turn another corner and there's like 
25 people security going through that's like what true. the that's game plan is going to be for the game. I'm like, where the hell can I find a quiet spot? <laughs> that's a good. All right. So you just heard Chris. Uh, Lindsay is with us today. Emily has the day off. So Lindsay is is chipping in. Um, we're doing the show remotely today, so we're all in, in separate locations, but we're all seeing each other, or sort of, on, on Zoom. I see Taylor, I see you, uh, I see myself on the Zoom, and yet on Lindsay's um, box on the Zoom call, it's just her name. And so, Lindsay, you had an allergic reaction to something, and you, you don't yeah. want to show us your, your face Trust today. me, What's you don't want to see me on camera today because I had, like, uh, anaphylactic reaction, and my face looks like a cartoon character. So you don't want to see me today. Trust me. <laughs> so, but, you, but you're okay. You're you're good. You're just not feeling your your best, or what's going on? Yeah, and I feel like I sound weird too. Here's the thing, Travis and I always look like we've had an allergic reaction. So you're good. <laughs> you don't have to worry about anything. Sliwa, by the way, why yeah. do you care so much about what the people at Staples Center think if you're saying ho ho ho? Like who cares? It just looks funny. That's a good question. It looks, but it looks funny. But who cares to if who? it looks funny? Let them laugh at you. Like who cares? Uh, it's, it's it was a little interesting. It was a little so, interesting. You're right. You thing. probably shouldn't care, but it was definitely a little interesting. Do, do you think that after you did your ho ho ho, the Redcoats? Hey, did you see that guy up? on the quan course level saying ho 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 and hey, let's, not let's, Slee to, let's not let let's not let sliwa in the media room anymore that's it he's done they're, they're he never gets mad. another question of ogle this guy moonlights as santa claus i never would have thought that <laughs> exactly it's uh it's an interesting play all right so we're talking about the uh the lakers and their loss last night and, and for for my money i think it was the worst loss of the season just coming off of the celtics win you sure come yeah, I am. Let me, because, let me throw. I, I think we should do a power rankings of worst loss of the season. We, so we far. can do that in a second, but but here, here's why I think it was. They're coming off their best game of the season. Yeah. Charles Barkley on arguably the most popular NBA show that we have in this country called Anthony Davis soft. Called him something less. than He does a great that player. every two weeks, but yeah, I, I, fine. But he mm-hmm. did it last. He did it a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. You've got all sorts of noise surrounding the head coach about whether or not his future is secure in L.A. That part is most important to me. Mm-hmm. And you come into a game against a team that's on its best day, okay, missing its two best players, or maybe if you want to be generous, two or three, two of its top sure. three best players. Yep. And you lose by 13. And mm-hmm. really, from halftime on, you're really not in the game. That, that, it doesn't get much worse than the only thing that could be worse, and here, here's where I want to go, is if you lose to Oklahoma City for the third time tonight. And I'm not I, – I, if they lose tonight, Frank Vogel should be really, really worried because Oklahoma City sucks. Like you said a minute ago, they lost by 72 points to that Memphis team the other night. You've already lost to them twice. You've lost to them once by blowing a huge lead. You lose to a team that has single-digit wins three times in the first two months and change of the season? You better start looking over your shoulder because that's what get guys fired. So I've when you say it's the worst loss of the season, by the way, I don't disagree, and I joke around about it because (laughs) the problem is – They've had really bad losses this year, so that's not that that's not an outlier. That's not the one that stands out. As in, there's a couple others that we could talk about on top of it, the Thunder being two of those games where, one, you blow a 25, 27, whatever it was, mm-hmm. um, just as an example. that The coach thing, I think that one stands out to me more. When you said that you got Charles Barkley calling out, AD, okay, Charles Barkley, that's fine. That's what he does. And, you know, they still ended up playing that game that night against the Boston Celtics. They win that game. I think the Coach Vogel thing, that's the one that stands out the most to me. Trev, listen, you're right. There are a lot of 
rumblings and conversations and Jeannie has to take a question about it and LeBron, LeBron has to take a question about it and you're looking at the expectations that the Lakers have this year and you're nowhere near those expectations and you know a lot of times it's really really difficult to even have a a real conversation about uh, the playoffs or you know competing for a championship because that's so so far in the distance and I'm not even talking about because it's so far down the calendar it's because it's so far as in you don't feel they're playing in any style of basketball that would justify having that type of a conversation it's the coach part that's most interesting to me because you're right if they lost tonight against the Oklahoma City Thunder for the third after time. losing after losing that game against the Grizz yesterday with all the rumbling and the conversation going on you know you, you would think that maybe just maybe it would ignite them to hey guys enough of this BS we got to play for this guy at least this is our guy 14 months ago he won an NBA championship okay i know a lot of those guys happened. I know a lot of those guys on that roster weren't there, but you know who was there? LeBron, <clears throat> LeBron, Anthony Davis, Rondo, Dwight Howard, you know Avery Bradley. Like just kind of use as an example, there are still guys from that team, whether they played last year with the Lakers or not. You're right, it hasn't happened, and uh, unfortunately it makes tonight very, very interesting as well. They better be really careful tonight. Well, Frank Vogel in particular. Let's try our first phone call of the day, the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Let's go to the Valley and Encino with Mike. Mike, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on, Mike? Let's go to Patrick and LBC. All right, let's try a different one. Let's go to Patrick instead. Let's go to Long Beach and Patrick. Patrick, you are on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Patrick? Thanks, Travis. Thanks, Alan, as always. Uh, you know, I'm just going to disregard that, you know, maybe the team was constructed poorly. Let's, let's, not, let's throw that out there and not have that conversation. At what point, Alan, you know this better than I do. Like, we go back Kobe, Jordan, even, even before Kobe or, or after Kobe tore his, his Achilles, it felt like we had a chance no matter what, and, and that everyone was going to leave it on the floor no matter what. When we, when we brought in Peyton and, and Malone, we didn't lose because we were still we always felt like we could win, and this is a different situation. We have the talent. We have AD, Westbrook, LeBron, regardless of if they can play together. And the, and the fact that we're losing to these teams is, is just sad. And, and at some point, like, LeBron's got to step up and be like, this is my team. My guys don't want to play for me. I mean, I feel bad for Frank because, you know, the GM ain't going down before the coach. So he's, he's going to lose his job, and I don't think it's his fault. If it, is, it might be his fault, but, you know, as a fan, I don't want to turn on the games. Like, I don't. It's not enjoyable. I'd, I'd rather go watch the kids we had. I'd, I'd rather go see Lonzo and, and – D'Lo and, and Randall, and, and at least we knew they were trying and there was effort, regardless if we win. That's all I care about. Thanks, guys. Appreciate, appreciate you calling in. Thanks, Patrick. Um, okay, so, Trav, let, let's do this. Let, let's, take, let's take as many calls as we can here before we get to Ashley. So, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-ESPN. You know, the, the one thing I, I will say to Patrick, just kind of responding back to it, there is something about I don't even feel like turning on the TV anymore. That's what I was talking about earlier, that mm-hmm. – when you cheer for a squad, you don't have to win every game, but do you are, are you do you feel like the product is good enough for you to sit back and say, at least I know my guys are going to freaking fight every single night. I know they're going to play for forty eight minutes. They might not win. If you're Memphis yesterday, you know how proud the Grizzlies are of their team because they played the Lakers without Dylan Brooks, without John Morant. They're six and one. They're excited to play the Lakers. I, I, the the whole I don't feel they punch back. I think that's real, Trav. I really do. I think I don't say that um, to just kind of throw it out there. 
that's not a good feeling if you're a Lake fan. You turn on the TV and you don't you don't see your squad swinging. All right, it's time for some straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise, and it's as straight as it gets. They need to win tonight, or stuff's going to go down. It, it is as simple as that. We'll take some more phone. I calls. don't think so. By the way, when we come back, I, you can't lose to you cannot lose to Oklahoma City three times in two months and have everything be okay. You just it, well, it won't is, be okay. But that, I don't. That think, is I don't think a recipe to get yourself fired. It, it really is a perfect storm of how to get yourself clipped, especially when people have not had your back to begin with in the first couple of months. All right, lots more to get to, including more of your calls. And Anthony Davis said something that's going to make you mad all over again. That's Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey, if nothing else, Al, it's yeah. Friday night. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, no, this, this is where yeah. the Lakers that's been their depository for yep. terrible performances on Friday night. So maybe by the time we get to Monday, it's Monday Night Football with the Rams and the Cards. Maybe if they lose to Oklahoma City, we won't even talk about it. Can I give you the last – let me give you the last four Friday nights, okay? okay. Last Friday nights, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Remember, that's a game that Minnesota yeah. blew them out at Staples. Yep. At Boston, Lakers lost that one by 20-plus points. (laughs) Home against the Kings, triple overtime loss to Sacramento. Mm -hmm. This is – was that before? That was right after Luke got fired? It was right after Luke got fired. Yep. Um, Last Friday, lost to the Clippers at Staples, (laughs) right? Obviously at Staples. And then tonight they got the Oklahoma City Thunder. Listen, um, we've talked about how you – if you're going to have a bad loss, just do it on a Friday. The problem is Lakers did it on a Thursday, so then we had plenty of time to talk about it today. That was the only, <laughs> yeah. that was the only issue with that. Yeah, well, I tell you what, you lose to Oklahoma City three times in a couple of months, and I think that we'll find a way. Okay, to I got a question for you. Monday. I got a question for you. Yeah, let's play the hypothetical real quick before we go back to the calls. Let's say the Lakers lost tonight to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything happens. Do you think something happens? I, I well. Yeah, I, I think something happens. I, I don't know what the something is. I think it could be as drastic as they fire a coach, mm-hmm. or it could be as little as, as, as minor as people start to chirp at each other or people start to call each other out. But mm-hmm. you look, Oklahoma City is a bad NBA basketball team. They're they're, they're just not a high quality team. And look, you and can they're not re- hiding it. They rebuilding right. with one hundred and eighty eight eighty eight picks in the Ex- next few years. Exactly right. Yeah. And and that's the thing. And I'm not even saying. That a, a Eric and I'm using this term very loosely. A yep. good NBA team like the Lakers can't lose to a bad NBA team like Oklahoma City. It, it happens. It happens all the time. 
you can't lose to them three times in two months. Mm-hmm. You, th- that that can happen because that doesn't mean hey they caught you on a weird night. It means that they're better than you. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's what that means. It, that that's not a bad night. You've played yeah. three times and they beat you three times. They're better than you. I mean that that hits that a little means. different when you say it like that. It's true. Right. I mean, it, is, is it wrong? But but can I, can I tell you something? This is you know. Every time the Lakers play a team like the Thunder, and I'm talking about a young team with nothing to lose, run the ball up and Fresh down. Fresh legs. Yeah, it, it's – and this is the Lakers coming off a back-to-back, and now they're going to – you know, obviously last night they flew to Oklahoma City, so it's not like – they won't be fresh. I mean, they shouldn't be at least. But with that being said, none of these games are locks. They're really not. No. Lakers had if, – if I told you yesterday, if I said Lakers are playing Memphis, one team – is going to have 22 turnovers. The other team is going to have 13. You'd say, okay, well, it's Memphis. They're missing both of their backcourt players, yep. and they're an incredibly young team. No, the Lakers had the 22 turnovers. If I said they're missing two of their three best players, who's going to win? Okay, well, the Lakers are obviously going to win. So even this game against the Thunder, uh, if the Lakers are going to be casual about the game against the Thunder, it could – very easily they could lose this game. We've seen it already how many different times against bad teams this year, and we've already seen it against the Thunder as well. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Let's go to our Dr. Pepper call-in line. Uh, let's go to Los Angeles and Stuart. Stuart, you are up with Trav and Slee. What's going on, Stuart? Hey, hi, guys. How you doing? Doing good, man. Thanks Great. for calling in. Yeah, I just wanted to say, man, you guys are right, man. If the Lakers lose this game tonight. Somebody has got to go, and it's probably going to be Vogel, and I don't think it's all his fault. I mean, you got to put a lot of blame on Palinka. He just had a, a championship team. He blows it up, and, you know, and then he, then he you know, probably caused some injuries. They didn't work out. Then he blows it up again, you know, and LeBron and Rich Paul are like doing that. I mean, the Lakers need to win like a go on a win streak, win a streak of about four or five digits in a row. If, if a team like Houston can, can win seven in a row, why can't the Lakers? I just don't understand. Well, that's a great point. It's a great point, uh, Stuart. And Al, you, you we were talking during the break, and you asked me, hey, do you know who has the, the, most, the longest winning streak in the NBA? And I didn't. You told me that it's the Rockets, and it's a, it's a great example. The Rockets, what were they, 1-15 in 15 or something crazy like that? At some they point? were 1-16, in 16, now one they're 8-16. And now, okay, they win seven in a row. That goes mm-hmm. to show you that even teams that are not particularly talented or can string or, together some games. You can stack a few games yep. together. The Lakers yep. haven't, mm-hmm. and 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 I I agree with Stewart. If if they lose to Oklahoma City tonight, I think I think all bets are off. I think that all of a sudden, you know, you know, like in those submarine movies where you have to lift up that little piece of plastic before you can shoot the missile. I feel like if they lose tonight, they lift the plastic off the button. I'm not sure if they push it, but that piece of plastic has come off the button, and either it's Genie or Palinka or LeBron's finger is hovering over that button and like, should I push it? We just lost to Oklahoma City for the third time in a row. All right, let's let's grab another call here. Let's go to uh, let's go to Sean in Burbank. Sean, what's going on? Thanks for calling into the show. Thanks for having me, guys. I, I just got a question. When was the last time Anthony Davis had a forty-point game? Al, you know, um, and I'm really kind of giving it thought here. If I could remember it, uh, I don't remember. Uh, and, and if you right. have it, tell us. But I don't remember. I don't either. And, mm-hmm. and I think the the fact that if he's considered a top ten player, you should be able to carry your team. A couple of forty-point wins. Steph Curry's playing great ball, and his team's following him. 
he can't be playing terrible ball and they have a great record like that. You, you follow the, the lead of your best players. Sean, You're appreciate not- you calling in. Th- th- thanks for calling in. Let, let me just say this, Trav, real quick on AD. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what you want me to tell you about Anthony Davis. I don't because if you only heard some of the stuff that I say with Funches, uh, you know, when the game is going on, I, I don't know how to describe what I'm watching. I, I feel like it's almost a different player than he was a year ago, a different player than he was 14 months ago. I feel like everything is so I'm, – I'm going to use this as an example. You ever go into a store where there's a lot of expensive things and it's like glass and this and that, and you're very careful about where you're walking that you don't knock something over? Sure. That's yeah. how I feel like he's playing. I, I, he's getting. He's, he's getting, walking through the crystal section at Williams Sonoma. He doesn't want to knock off the two hundred dollar wine decanter. There, there are times he's getting bullied. There are times that wow. you know you don't feel his presence. There, are t- forget the whole. Hey, he's got to score more in the paint. All that stuff. Top taking threes. Forget all of that. You've kind of had this. We've had this conversation about feeling people. I feel like he's going backwards. I don't know what to tell you. I feel like his game is going backwards. It's not going forward. I feel like it's it's heading in the wrong direction. That okay. That's what I've seen so far in these 26 games. Last season we talked about it was more of the injuries. Well, this year, if he's healthy, if he's if right now he's you know he's obviously playing in all these games, so I'm assuming he's healthy, uh, he's regressing. Well, yeah. You want me to make it worse? No, I thought I, I thought I made it pretty bad right there. <laughs> because I'm going to play something for you right here uh, from Anthony Davis where he was talking after the game about how the Lakers need to adopt a new approach when they play. That's bad, man. You're wearing a Laker uniform. You're Anthony Davis. You're teammates with LeBron James. You're teammates with Russell Westbrook. You need to play like the underdogs? Who? What? The, what? 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 Huh? You, you, you won the NBA championship two years ago. Because you and LeBron James kicked everybody's ass. You you need to start playing. Dude, I got bad news for you. This is not New Orleans. You are not the underdog. And and I don't even want to hear about what we need to play. Like, no, 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 no. You had a team that everyone assumed was a championship caliber team, and now you're telling me that you need to play like your Oklahoma City? Get out of here with that. That that is ridiculous. What well, you need to play I hear like? what he's I hear what he's saying. No, I no, understand. What I what want to hear saying. is what no, that's mm-hmm. it's a terrible approach for a championship player. A championship player and a championship team says, We're good enough to win the NBA championship. We need to start playing like it. We can't just roll the ball out there and mm-hmm. expect because it says Davis on the back of my jersey that everybody's gonna run away screaming sure. because I'm a talented guy. Mm-hmm. We need to go out there and pound guys because we're better than they are. Not that we need to play like scrappy little upstarts. Get out of here with that. You're the Lakers. You're Anthony Davis. That's LeBron James. That's Russell Westbrook. You need to play like you're the Sacramento Kings? What are you talking about? I'll, t- I'll take scrappy upstart right now. Oh, <laughs> my could, gosh. If they could please add some scrappy upstart to the, this, so if, to if this roster, unfortunately, <laughs> they're not doing that either. Bad, now, listen, bad, you're bad, you're you're 100% right what you're saying that – you're supposed to be walking around with a swagger of, do you know who the hell I am? I'm Anthony freaking Davis. That's LeBron James right there. You don't step on the same court as us and think that you're on par with where we are. But the 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 foundation of what he's talking about, and this goes back to the the what was the quote that Vogel said? What was the term? Well, the which one? Slow to casual energy shift. We didn't rebound. We didn't get loose balls. Take your pick because he said all of those things. When when I when I hear AD saying the scrappy, the this, the underdog, I think what he's trying to say is they walk into games 
like you mentioned, hey, we are the Lakers. Hey, we look at the play, look at the name, look at the names on our jersey in the back. But they definitely don't play like the perception that we all had. The answer to his question was the last time AD had 40 points. He had 42 on May 9th of last year. That was the only time last year that he had more than 40. So it's uh, it's been a minute since Anthony Davis had one of those 40-point nights. All right, let's have a good time, Al. It's enough, enough of this losing to Memphis and are they going to lose to OKC. It is Friday. Yeah, it is 1045. Up the today, you know what I mean? It is I, time. I had already, I had already <laughs> done postgame yesterday. I didn't need to redo this whole thing again. <laughs> well, we're going to change it up. We're going to go Ask Slee next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, Al, here we go. John in Huntington Beach says, once you started dating Lady Slee, did she forget how to fill up her car with gas all of a sudden, or does that only happen with marriage? Hashtag Ask Slee. I think that one, you might be able to answer this a little bit better. <laughs> well, no, my, my wife is in a category of her own. She she does everything for herself. Like, if I offer, hey, you want me to go get it? No, I'll do it myself. What, I, 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 I can go do that. Like, she gets offended if I, if I try awesome. to do. Yeah, she, she wants no part of that. You know what? Now that that's. Now that that's brought up, I don't do it enough. It's a nice gesture. It really is. Like it's a nice gesture. Problem is, you know, most of the time it's like I don't know. I guess your your own little world, or you you don't know. I have no idea how much gas is in her car, or whatever the case is. But it is a very nice gesture. Anytime it is, I I, I need to do it more. Let's put it. All out. right. Jason uh, Levine, who has become a very very productive regular and asks Lee says. <laughs> When the police finally arrest all the mimes, will they tell them that they have the right to remain silent? <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. That's that deep. might be my favorite one in quite some time. Just yeah, because they don't one. say anything doesn't mean they don't get Mirandized, right? They still get they have to. rights. Yeah, it will be used against them in a court of law if they don't do it. So like it's, it. a, it's a fair question, but I think they are going to give them their Miranda rights, yes. This is a good one. This is from Big E. It says, uh, ready for Ask Slee today. Does Slee shower before bed, or is he a morning shower kind of guy? All right, I can't operate without showering in the morning. I need to have that shower in the morning. That kind of, I don't know about you, kind of gets the engine going. Get a full glass of water, too. You know, maybe even throw some lemon in there. Just kind of wake everything up, right? Get the engine going. Got to have a shower in the morning. Are you a morning or night? I, I am a morning. I, once in a while at night just because. Once in a while, been, too. If, if it's I been a to. long day. Yeah. <laughs> you just need if to, I need to. But by the way, because here's the thing. Can, there's nothing worse than having a day's worth of living on you and then getting in bed. That, that's not a great feeling. So that's, it, that's, that's not how I want to start my sleeping. It's all predicated on what you did in the day, right? Like if you need to take a shower, take a shower. You need to take a shower, right? <laughs> But it, it, if you're if you're hanging around and it's not like any, but morning it has to the morning is a must the night is optional yeah you got the the morning is 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 a no doubt about it all right this is great because this is a new person and it's a great ask Slee it's okay. from Poet DB welcome Poet DB make it a habit uh, when Slee is shopping and a toddler is in a cart is smiling and making faces at him. Does he smile and make faces back, or does he keep it moving like the kid doesn't exist? Are you kidding me? <laughs> can, I, can I tell you, actually, this is a, a real story that happened after the Lakers game Tuesday. I'm walking from – I do the fourth quarter up or the third quarter update. I'm walking now across the street to Staples Center. I'm getting ready to go uh, back to the studio. And a kid randomly, uh, I don't know, maybe 9, 10 years old, 
is, you know, almost you, you do this, right? You work on your golf swing. He's working on his jumper, just walking by <laughs> and working on his jumper. You know I what like I said? It. You know I what like I said? It. Looked mm. him right in the eyes. I said, that's a good jumper. And we kept walking. He just smiled. He goes, thanks. And I went, if, if, a, if a little kid, if a two-year-old or something smiles, you kidding me? I'm the first one to be like, that's my man right there. I, I think I – well, it's one of those, like, you're the Kids checkout at the grocery, right? I think they're so and, cute, and yeah. Mom or dad is taking the stuff out of the cart, putting it yep. on the belt, and the kid is just sitting in that little holster. That you Give have him a little the, wave. And, and he's, and like, you do the peekaboo, like, you try to get him to smile and laugh at you, you hide behind the beef jerky, and then you pop your head out, and then you hide behind the M&Ms, and you pop, and you get a little giggle. It feels pretty good. You made little uh, junior smile there. Feels good. Uh, let them know, you know, the podcast, one to, uh, or ten to one, if you ever want to listen. <laughs> just whisper in their ear. All right. to 1 p.m. Mike Williams writes, uh, hashtag Slee, who do you think the next James Bond should be, and could you see a woman playing the role? Okay, wasn't wasn't um, and I'm not the I'm not the best for uh, James Bond, but wasn't The Rock? What was he? I've heard that. Was, was that, that kind of the the conversation? G- give me a couple more. What 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 were so, some of the different? One of the ones that I've heard that I think would be fantastic because mm-hmm. A he's a great actor. B he's he's just got a little bit of that swag. He's got a little bit of that charm that goes along with you have to be James Bond. Is Idris Elba? I, I think mm-hmm. Idris Elba would be a fantastic James Bond. Now, what about the part about a woman? playing James Bond because that's it it's, it's a di- little bit of a different character to be sure but that might be a, a different spin on it I could I'd at least give that a run I'd at least take a look at that I'm okay with it I got no problem with that are you a big James Bond guy um yeah I, I like James Bond movies I, I wouldn't say I've seen them all but I will see most of them I, I enjoy James Bond yeah because I think and if Taylor or if Lindsay if, if you guys are much bigger fans of James Bond they could probably answer that better I'm okay with it. Hey, if you want to try, I think it would be a unique angle. I think it would probably draw a lot more interest because it is such a different approach to take if they used a woman on it. But I'm not a, you know, I'm not this passionate, passionate James Bond person. All right. Either one of you, uh, Lindsay, woman as James Bond, Jane Bond. We in, we in on that? Um, I'm a big James Bond fan. Uh, Live and Let Die is my favorite. Okay. I don't think that's going to work, though, with a woman. No? Why not? No. Because the character that James, unless you're going to completely rewrite the character, He's kind of like a womanizer himself, you know? No, he, that, they, look, like you said. So I don't know if that's going to work. There'd have to be some creative license taken going back the other way. What about Idris Elba as James Bond? Yeah, I like him. I, I've heard his name a lot, and I think he'd be great. I also did, think The Rock would be great, too. Did you guys see his last movie, um, The Harder They Fall? Did Is you that watch the Western? That? That's the Western. I haven't seen it. It's in my queue. It's on Netflix, right? It's in my queue on Netflix, but I haven't seen it yet. Solid. Yeah. Solid. Really good. Really good. Well, see, here, here's the rub with The Rock, and I mm-hmm. love The Rock. I'm a, I'm a fan, but The Rock would be The Rock. He's not James Bond. Like, Idris Elba could become a character. The Rock is just, no matter what he's in, he's The Rock. Even if he's playing, you know, a, a spy or a football right. player or whatever, he's just The but Rock. But what if he does What if he does rock bottom uh, every time, and he does, like, <laughs> some of his WWE signature moves as well towards the end? Think about that, Trap. Let that sink in for a second. <laughs> All right. Here's one from Daniel Tapia. Uh, when going to a Christmas party, does Slee class it up by bringing a bottle of wine or an ice chest with beers? Hashtag uh, ask Slee. Definitely wine. Definitely wine. 
Yeah, yeah just... that, that's kind of a weird move, right? I, I've seen it before where people will roll into it. Like, for instance, I yeah. mentioned you I'm going to the Christmas party tomorrow night, right? Mm-hmm. Very nice. Uh, I wouldn't say yep. it's fancy, but it's it's elegant. It's No, you there's... said it's it's top-notch. You wouldn't be invited there. Um, I look down on people like you. Yes. You said kind of a few things that were a little exactly. weird and unnecessary. You could have just said you're going to a Christmas party. But there are a couple of guys that, like, come through the side gate with a cooler of, of like, canned beer. It's like... Uh, hey, but need a okay. natty ice? <laughs> kind uh, of. Sure. <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll take a natty ice. <laughs> I was going to grab a Pinot, but uh, that's, that's fine. That's yeah, we can kinda, do that. That's kind of what's going on along the way. Let me hit you with one more sleaze from Dave. With the drought officially over yesterday, uh, will you yeah, now yeah. go back to hosing off your driveway instead of using a broom? <laughs> I actually take the hose up on the roof. I'm going to clean the roof off. I'm going to clean everything up. <laughs> Everything. With the drought over, I love that. We got how much rain yesterday? Quarter of an inch. <laughs> That's it. We're good. We're good. Run the shower all night. Absolutely. No, look, I, there's not, There's something deeply satisfying about hosing off your driveway. I know it's probably the most environmentally unfriendly thing you can do right now, but it does feel good. Astley is brought to you by Harris Resort SoCal, voted best resort in Funner, California. From dining to unwinding, a trip to Funner, California is Always a win. Are you game for a getaway? Start planning your trip by visiting HarrisSoCal.com. All right, let's do this. we got more phone calls. People are still very fired up about the Lakers. We're getting calls on James Bond, too, on why she can and cannot be uh, a woman. So we'll get to those as well. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.